Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And we're excited to be here. Listen, thanks for checking in. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And listen, 2345 Whitney Avenue, Tavern Bottle Hall. Come on down. Come on down. And if you subscribe, you get 10% off your, your ticket. 10%. Teef and Gigi, put it in your cell phone right now. Right now. T-E-E-F and Gigi. Hit subscribe and you get how much off? 10% Teef. Tavern Bottle Hall. Hey Steve. Hope all is well, buddy. Check it out. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. I'm Gigi. And G, we are back. This We're is back. another week, man. Here we are. Listen, today <laughs> yes. is going to be a great one. This is good. We headed ready? back to the West Coast. We headed back to the West Coast. Let's go. All right. They're not ready for this. They're not ready for this <laughs> one, but I'm excited. And you know who's very excited? And you're probably the same thing with you. My kids are very excited for this one. Yeah. They've watched this movie a million times. Did, did they? Oh, because, yeah, they're older than my kids. Oh, You're come, right. Come on. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Love and Basketball? Love and Basketball. But before, hey, but before we get there, mm-hmm. you know, I got to play my games. What, what do you have for me this week, T? Let's Gee, I got to be organic <laughs> with you and I got to catch you off guard. So here's my games. Oh, boy. You ready? I'm, I think so. Let's right, see. Here we go. Now, I want the world to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. 80s children. Mm-hmm. Tell me your favorite. Now listen, candy bar of all time. Oh. When we used to go and pay twenty five cent and oh. two cent tax. Okay. <laughs> favorite candy bar. Favorite cereal of all time. Favorite mm-hmm. cereal. And here's my favorite for you. Tell me your favorite satellite radio station of all time. Of all time, radio okay. station. All right, I'll try. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, all right, I'll take a all stab. Right. Right. We'll start. We'll start with first things first. Got all right, you. my favorite candy bar. I've told you on previous shows, I'm a I'm a candy and sugar fanatic. Like that's my that's my vice. Okay. I like sugar. Right. I like candy. So they haven't made a candy bar that I don't like. Okay. They just haven't made. I I'm going to eat all kinds of candy bars, but. I will say that my favorite of all time, it is not being made anymore. Uh-oh. But if I go back to being a child of the 80s, Teeth, my favorite candy bar was the Reggie Jackson. Oh, <laughs> gee, yes. I remember the Reggie that Jackson. That's crazy. That oh, my. my so, oh, that's a, oh, that's a good one. It's it's really not far from yes. a, a thousand grand bar. Right? Wow. If you ever have, listen, you can't mess with me. I'm a candy connoisseur. Gee, you are a professional. Yes, oh, I you am. took me back on oh, that one. Wow. So that is my favorite. All I right. remember, you know, when I, if you, if, back in the day, I used to go trick or treating. But that's the thing. I'm digging, like, can we get one of those? Yeah, I would have never thought of that. I never got one, yes. So that's my favorite candy Candy bar. They don't make it anymore. I loved it. If they ever bring it back, Reggie Jackson. It was in the orange wrapper, too. It was in an orange wrapper. Yes, yes, yes. It wasn't long. It was round. Yeah, that was my 
That was my joint. So thanks for that question. Any listen, you that was can, a you good. That's me. why I like being organic with listen, you. Listen, candy good. desserts. You you can get a whole show out of me. Okay, with right, that topic. All right, all right. Um. So let's see. That was question number one. Favorite, favorite candy bar. cereal of all time. Sa- favorite cereal. So you know, I'm childhood, not adult. Yeah. Childhood, so childhood. listen, adult or childhood, you're probably gonna get the same answer. Oh I'm goodness. still wow. a sweets fanatic, okay. but I just don't indulge like I used to. Um. This one was pops. I liked pops. pops. Oh, gee, you're killing me. <laughs> I like, I you're like killing pop, me. Because wow. I can eat pops warm or cold. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know. CP, if you, when you like your, your sweet yeah. treats, oh, you find all kinds of You're a professional when it comes to the sweets. Oh, yeah, my I goodness. I can even put pops on my ice cream occasionally. So pops was my favorite cereal. I That's loved my it. Girl. That was That was my favorite. Wow. Now, I don't listen to satellite radio. Radio station then. But, okay. But, but when I say mine, you probably say... Oh, yeah. So yeah. think, think. Okay, when we All were right. kids, childhood, you know, elementary, early, middle school, yeah. what was the radio station you listened to? Well, I'm here in New Haven. So what I was always trying to log into was um, okay. uh, 98.7. 98.7. Always trying to get into 98.7, get red alert, try to get the station to okay. tune in. Okay. I never could get it in long enough to like hear a whole set, but that's what I was always trying to log into. Um, log into. We weren't logging into. What was that? that was <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> we weren't logging like, in. Girl, we didn't, know what that, we didn't even know what that meant. You know what log into it. Tripping. So, so that was it back then. But for local local listening, it was um, WNHC was the radio station oh, in New Haven. It was okay. uh, thirteen forty. Oh, thirteen forty. Yeah, oh, okay. Now you said that. Gotcha. You bringing when me I back. Would get all the R&B and wow. occasionally I think you could get a little bit of hip hop back at there you. but I think pop so Look at you. That, that was it for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I, I didn't quite I, answer the question but I hope I No, no, no. G, come on. I can't fail, right? I, I wanted to catch guy. you off guard. I wanted you to be organic <laughs> and you was and those are real good answers. There you go. There you go. So back to you. You know I'm going to send it right on back your way. So, Favorite yep. candy bar as a kid. As a kid. Forever of all time. It's not a candy bar, but my sister and my brother will be watching it. They'll be like, yeah, he. <sighs> it's between two, but I'll give okay. you this one because it was, it's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I used to love? I spent my money on all the time. What? I used to go with my quarter. Here you go. With my two cents tax. <laughs> Twizzlers. The red Twizzlers. Oh, Gee, yes. I used to be in love with them in elementary, early, See? early junior high. Oh, my goodness. I love Twizzlers. The Twizzlers was my thing. They, there's no candy. I, I no, 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 no. Get the big pack. And that was before I had the picks. The... <laughs> So the Twizzlers. Yes. Um, yes. Now, now check this one out. My favorite cereal of all time. When I used to eat cereal. Now here's the catch. Cause you're gonna laugh at this. If we could afford the Frosted Flakes, the original ones. Yeah. Those were my favorite. Yes. But Annie Mae wasn't buying those. Like Listen. you say, you said your uh, mom is, uh, and dad is immigrants. Yeah. We always got the bootleg kind with all the sugar at the bottom of the bag. You know those big bags. I, I understand fully. So we always got. The frosted flakes. I don't. They weren't called frosted flakes, but you know what I'm talking about. That big old bag that you rip. Off. So we always got the bootleg ones, oh and my, my sister goodness. and I will fight over. I mean, come on, everyone watching this know your parents would go to the store on a Saturday. By Monday, that bag was gone. Gone. <laughs> gone. If they got Gee, that Monday, bag was gone. gone. Listen, you were taking me so far back. I, did Did you all ever have? Um, Oh my goodness! It was a crunch cereal. It was a bootleg ripoff of Captain Cr- King Vitamin. Tell me, you oh, had you King know, Vitamin. you know the name. Now we had the bootleg Captain Crunch. 
Everybody had the bootleg with all that sugar in the bottom of the bag. Come Listen, on now. Y'all remember King Vitamin. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> G, you the best. All right. So your favorite uh, now my favorite satellite radio station. Now here's the catch. Yeah. Because we're media personalities, we gotta expose ourselves. My favorite actually reflects my personality. Okay. Go back to the eighties. Yeah. And 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 I'm gonna make you laugh at this one because I know he's watching. My god brother Billy. Uh-huh. And so he'll be lying if he said it. We both we used to wake up on Saturday morning. Yeah. And you know what we used to cut on all the time? This is Casey Kasem's top oh, 40. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling absolutely. you. Casey Kasem, <laughs> top 40. We would go. My godmother would bring us down to Radio Shack. We would buy the blank CDs. This is before mixtapes. He said Radio Shack. Radio Shack, buy the blank That's tapes. That's right, yes. Put our finger on the play, record, and pause. That's and make our mixtapes. That's a true story. So you had the double cassette. Come on. Right? I did that oh too. Oh my goodness. You had the double cassette and then try to over, like, like make your dubs. Oh, I can still it. hear his voice. This is Casey Kasem's Top 40. And we will record all the songs from the 80s. Like, um, <laughs> I've been searching. You know, songs like that. And I know what you're saying. <laughs> that's Ariel Speedwagon. Oh, Who look at that? you. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. Look at you. be right. I might not. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. that's why the music from the eight, you know, that era. Oh, I was do. the best. I G, do. G, we back, G, we back. It's so funny because now in the car with my daughter, it's like, there's not a song that's going to come on. I know it all. You know it all. Yeah. I could change any, say, any station. We got it. That's us from the 80s. That's though. my girl. That's yeah. my girl. Ladies and gentlemen, we got an amazing show for you today. Erica Ringor. Erica Ringor from the hit TV show or movie, yes. Love and Basketball. Yes. I hope you guys are ready. You ready? Here we go. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. I'm Gigi. And today we have an amazing guest. We're so excited. Our friend to the show, Erica Ringor. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Erica coming all the way from the West Coast. Yes, repping the West Coast. There you there go. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but this is the real way you got to go. There you go. There you go. We're throwing up with you. We're throwing it up. All right. We're going to the all east right. side. But... Right here, I got to twist the Look, thing. She got to twist it. So, Erica, listen, we're going to take people through the process. Yes. Um, you have an amazing story. We have a lot of people that's tuned in. Was very excited to have you on the show. Um, we're just going to go through the process from the beginning. I want people to know your background. Of course, a lot of people know the shows you played in. You just, you, at, you and I spoke. You have an opportunity to be mm -hmm. on something really big. You've already played in King Richard. That's a lot right. of people remember you in Love and Basketball, of course. But let's go back to the yes. beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. And uh, we just want to know your background, like where you're from, where were you born, siblings, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, I'm from originally from Los Angeles. There aren't a lot of us here. Um, born and raised. And I went to St. Bernard's High School, which is like near LAX. So just to give people that know LA, okay, I'm yeah. near LAX. Um, Catholic school, play sports. Um, ended up going to San Diego State my first two years. And didn't really do much, you know, the first two years of college. You put on your freshman 15, and then you go, oh, yeah. I ain't doing nothing. So I got to figure <laughs> out my major. So I, I came back home, moved back home, ended up going to Long Beach State and graduating um, with a bachelor's in, uh, it's theater and technical film. So I also want to direct and produce. So I did like lighting classes, directing classes. So I had an amazing time in college. Wow. Like really, uh, like set, set me up for what's going on now. So. Oh, forever grateful. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 
Can I ask, can you can you back us up? What when did you get the acting or the theater bug? Because what we heard is you you know, you jumped right into I think junior year of college. So when did it actually start? My junior year in college. Wow. Tell us more. So how what was so, what brought you to so, it? This is the this is an interesting story. So I was in my woman's studies class and I'm I'm outspoken. Mm -hmm. I'm a Capricorn. There you go. That's you my are, girl. You already know. You already know. So this, <laughs> This girl heard me speaking in class and I was, I remember, I don't remember the subject. I just remember being pretty passionate about it. Um, and she comes up to me and she's like, Hey, have you ever thought about doing theater? And I said, yes. I said, actually, I, I want to be an actress. I said, but I haven't done anything to this day. I've never really done anything. Like my high school didn't have a theater program. So she goes, come over with me now to the theater department. I want to show you around. It literally happened like that. Amazing. And she introduced me to people and then I just fell in love with it. And uh, my first play at Long Beach State uh, was for color girls who consider suicide when the rain goes on. Oh, mm -hmm. exactly. nice. And it was to this day, I think one of the like the top selling like productions that they've done, like we sold out pretty much every night and we had a really awesome director. There were 12 women in it of 12 different nationalities, but we all had on our own color. And I was the lady in yellow and I actually opened up with the opening monologue. So here's a funny story to all my, my actors and thespians, it's going to happen. I got up on stage, grabbed my yellow scarf, threw it around my neck, and forgot my line. And forgot. It happens, it happens. It happens. It happens. Yes. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, but you stay in character. You don't break. That's right. You be in the moment. And I literally just took a deep breath. I said, this ain't it. So get it together. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Looked around. And so people were like, what's she about to do? And then I gave them the first line. And then so it came that back was to it. You. Yeah. Love wow. it. Love so, yeah. So, so that was my, my college experience. Met some amazing people. Had amazing professors. Friends for life that I see on commercials now. We used to talk about what we were, you know, used to we were gonna do when we we get big. And <laughs> I see my people on commercials. Yeah, you know, one of my uh, good friends, Omari Hardwick, on Power. Like me and Omari go way back. So it's 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 inspiring for me to see my my people working because yeah. I've been in this game, but like like we were talking last night, like it's time for me to level it up. Absolutely. Level up. There we go. Yeah. What What do you prefer? Like, just in, not in terms of how it pays or how people see you, mm -hmm. but what do you enjoy more, stage acting or um, film acting? I would say, well, it's just a different. It's different work. Right. Like theater is, you in it. There, you you're on stage. You stay in it. It's a lot of energy, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of commitment. So, when I I actually just said to a friend of mine, I was like, I really need to get into a play just to like get my tool going again like you i've done film and tv but it's just a different you know it's just for me to work on like my craft and like my presence and just learn you can learn a lot on stage y'all mm -hmm. like in life you can just learn a lot there's a lot of life lessons on a on a live stage wow okay wow so yeah so, but i prefer so to answer the question i i prefer film though that's it <laughs> that's what you prefer that's what i asked <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, so you said you started at San Diego State. So that means, is that yeah. where you met Pook? Did you meet? Yes. So I met Paul, or Pook, Pook Daddy, Paul, in um, <laughs> Summer Bridge in 92. It was even before, so we, there was this program before college. Okay. And it was called the Summer Bridge. 
And when I tell you to this day, like I have pictures of me and Paul on stage doing talent shows because I, my, when I was 18, I, I, I wanted to do music. Okay. So I had a demo. I rapped and my stage name was Miss Behaven. <laughs> Let okay. that sit. M.S. Behaven. It's 90s, y'all. It's 90s. I appreciate it. I think it's amazing. And you're calling him by his government name. So I'm smiling from ear to ear. But go ahead. <laughs> Mr. Paul Watson III. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be mad that I just said that. Um, yeah, so we, we it's just we had a good time. Like, and this is where like my college roommate I met in Summer Bridge. So I met her and then we continue to be friends to this day. Okay. And so um yeah, Paul and I, we 92. That's how long we've been rocking. Wow. So now we're gonna go to the next step. So you graduate from college. What's your yes. what 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 direction do you go? You get you look for management, how do you go into the game? No, I just go straight into like extra work and like independence. So, it, you know, business was a little different. There was no social media that like literally it was get your Thomas guide. Anybody know what a Thomas guide is? If you don't Google it, if you're watching Google, Google Thomas guide um, and just kind of figure it out. Like I, I would I followed certain people, but. Really, I just had to like find my own way. Okay. If that makes sense, there's no right Absolutely. way to get into this business. But I started with extra work. We've and heard goal, that on this show. Intent. There's no right way, no yep, particular absolutely. path. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You just, you figure out your way. So I got my first three SAG vouchers on the Jamie Foxx show when he first, first came out. Okay. And it was, I worked the first three episodes and I was Gucci number one. Gucci number one. <laughs> It is and it was it is. my first, like, I was featured, though. It was like a featured extra. So they put the camera on me and, like, I'm in this, like, one-piece hoochie little outfit. I actually have the video because someone <laughs> sent it to me on Instagram. They were like, is this you? And I was like, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So from then on, um, I just kind of, I hustled. Like, I can't, I can't, it, it, it was just, you keep going. Mm -hmm. you you I was I was networking I was doing workshops um I was like parlaying on set for sure mm -hmm. so for me it's about networking and being on set I was never the the person in holding with everyone else I was always standing next to the director mm -hmm. I always maneuvered my way back on set because I need to hear what's going on I want to see everybody's job mm -hmm. but really I was next to the director like what you doing because this is what I want to do absolutely so um yeah. And I'm actually right now I'm I'm working on an ebook for for people that want to know how to get started cuz that's literally wherever I go they're like the question is what do I got to do? Right. How? And I'm like, you know what? Let me just write this this ebook. It's going to be about 15 pages and it's going to be it, it's timeless. You can open it up 15 years from now and it's going to be the same process. I love it because believe it or not, G's headed down to Manhattan next week and she's going with her acting coaches and teachers. So we're very excited for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, She's in the game. I used to love it. I started much earlier, but then I dropped off when I got to college. I was like, nobody's going to make money doing this. <laughs> That's what I told myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. all right, well, it's time to get back. Right? Why not? <laughs> so your first role, how did? How, what does that look like? What was your first, besides the Jamie Foxx show, your next role? So my first speaking role? Yes, correct. Okay, so there's all these independents where like I was doing like college indies with other students. So I there I was trying to build a reel. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't have an agent. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do these independent films. I'm gonna, you know, just network and, and build and get better. My goal was just to get better because I didn't know if I was ready. 
I didn't think I was ready yet. So my very, very first speaking role on a TV show was a CBS show. And I was like an FBI director. And I think I was, I, it was like three words. And I was so excited. I made a thousand postcards, mailed them out to casting directors, mailed, like putting them up on like, watch this. And I literally only had three words. But it was the biggest three words ever. And you got paid. And I got paid. Yeah. And just from there, I had a really good manager. So like 2000, in 2012, I did 10 TV shows. Wow. 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 Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So you were hustling. And then, yeah. So it, it, I took, and then, so from there it was like, you know, I worked, 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 and then wasn't really fulfilled. Okay. And so I was like, okay, it's time to level up. Like I'm here, but I'm not happy, even though these things are happening. And so that's when I started my nutrition business and started working with Herbalife. And oh. I literally took a break from my career about six years to build my nutrition business, build my team, met my best friends in life. Like to this day, I still do Herbalife. It, it really works with what I do, but I'm also about helping people, physical fitness. That's always been me. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, athlete, uh, just trying to motivate people, coach, like some of my people, my, my people call me coach E, my friends call me Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> We've okay. seen your guns. I've seen your guns. Yes, We've yes. seen those guns. I'm working on them. I'm <laughs> to break. <laughs> now, what year did you start that, that nutrition? What years? What years? I started Herbalife in 2012. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm right. 10 years in. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So that was, it's an amazing experience traveling. Uh, I had a nutrition club for four years where I ran like workouts with 150 people three days a week. Um, created a community of just positivity and um, you know I'm I'm debating now if I want a club or if I want to start a workout so I'm just trying to stay busy and just build Absolutely. and have fun and be happy yeah. sounds like because that was that was the that was the mission right like I'm not happy what's gonna make me happy there you go yep yeah yep I love that That's now I would just want to back up just a little bit because Gigi and I are ready to dive into this <laughs> you know give me some of that first of all come on there we go <laughs> give us some come on there you go there, there it you is. go ah. now let's go that phone call comes ladies and gentlemen in the 90s <laughs> loving basketball how does that look what does that look like what is that feeling Okay. okay. So, do you remember the 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 play Beauty Shop? Shelly Garrison. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I was on tour with Shelly with uh, Shelly when I got the audition for Love and Basketball. Actually, it was right before I booked the play. Okay. So I had the audition, and it was okay. It's such a movie. It's like it's <laughs> how I got this. When I connect the dots, looking forward now, I'm like, man, it's it's meant for me. Tell us so all that. Cousin, Tell us all that. We want to know. We want to yeah. know all that. Okay, so this, okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep it short, but it's gonna be no, no, no. Don't keep it short. You got time. Okay, okay. So my cousin calls me. My cousin Myrie calls me and says, "Hey, cuz Spike Lee is having um a he's having auditions for basketball players." And I was like, "The ego, careful your ego, mm. all that pride." I was like. Eh, I don't do cattle calls. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Mm. Okay. I was like, okay. I was like, she was like, okay. I was like, yeah, I don't do cattle calls. Hang up. I think about it. I was like, wait a minute, Spike Lee, basketball players. I'm at this point in my life, I'm literally playing basketball six days a week. Wow. Mm -hmm. Recreation. Okay. It's actually built I'm, for I mean, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm already in amazing shape. Like I was in the best shape of my life. I was 23 when I booked Love and Basketball, and so 
she, I call her back and I was like, okay, what's the info? So she gives me the address and I'm like, why do I know this address? It's my high school. Wow. Okay. That's where they're holding the auditions. I walk in and my basketball coach is in there with oh, Gina on. helping. And I was like, wow. what? what in the world? So yeah. I literally, I remember, I remember I parked my car and I remember I grabbed my ball at the trunk and I had my little ball, my little cutoff shirt. I had my Lakers, uh, my Lakers shorts on. So I was like, good luck. Hair in a little little bun. And I was like, let me try to look cute and put some hoops on and some lip gloss. I was like, let me not look like, you know, too rough. So I went in there and I remember I walked up to the door and I kind of looked because I was looking for the sign in and I had my ball and I was like, kind of casing the joint and then signed in, had fun. Like I got a number. It's like all these people I haven't seen in a long time. And so Gina comes up to me and another girl who I know from the court, like playing in leagues. And she's like, hey, will you two stay after with and help me out with the auditions? So any girls that come in, the audition was playing two on two. That's it. Okay. We had a number. Mm -hmm. She put you on a team. So, and I was like, you want us on the same team? Because that's not going to be fair. Mm -hmm. Like, because me and her play. Some of the girls played and a lot of them really didn't like they were they were athletes, but, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't right. necessarily play basketball. Choice. Right, right. They're, yeah, yeah. So so we go out there, <laughs> kill off all these girls and, you know, I'm competitive. So I it's 100 right now. I'm not being nice to you. Like I'm trying to get this role. I'm trying to <laughs> be on the team. That's my mind. So it ends up, you know, so she comes up at the end of the after the audition and Gina's like um, she hands me some sides for Monica. And which was the lead for yeah, Sanaz role. Yeah. And she was like, can you come in and read next week? Now, she didn't give any size to anyone else. Wow. And I was like, hmm. that I knew of. I didn't see her give anyone else. It was like sign in, play and leave. So when I stay, she was like, hey, she goes, come in. So I come in the following week. I read for Monica. Wow. And it was OK. Like, I, I w it was OK. Like, it wasn't bad. But I, in my mind, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if they already have somebody because this is the lead of the movie. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I understand the biz. I'm understanding kind of what's going on. So I audition. I don't get it. I don't hear anything. And then I book Beauty Shop. Okay. And we're not, we haven't left yet, but I had booked it. Now I'm, I'm dancing because I used to dance. Like I did professional choreography. So we open, we're basically, we're opening up the show for Shelly Garrett. So it's like a 20 minute dance routine and very taxing, like. It was a big, like it was big and it was a, you know, I was traveling. So when I book it, then I get the audition for Sidra. I was able to audition before I leave. Okay. And so I auditioned, but then I tell Aisha Coley, casting director who did it. I said, Hey, I just booked this play. Should I stay here? Like, I don't want to leave and then book this. And she was like, go make your money. Okay. That's all she said. Okay. I said, okay. She goes, when we want you, we'll call you. Or if we want you, we'll call you. I said, cool. Mm -hmm. I let it go. I didn't, I really didn't think about it. And as, as I was on the road, I, I, I kept checking in with the casting office. I didn't have representation. Mm. So I'm just doing what I think I should do. So I'm calling the casting office and I get really chummy. I get real cool with the assistant. And his name was Adam. And he, he would like, Hey, Erica, they still haven't decided call me back next week today. Mm -hmm. So he had me calling him for like three weeks on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. And he said, just keep calling back. I would call. He's like, nope, nothing yet. Call back. I said, okay. So finally they called me. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was on hiatus and I was in New Jersey and I get this call and 
I just remember, I was like, oh my God, I think this is casting. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's that strange number, but it looks important. Yes. And I was like, hello. And she was like, Erica. I said, yeah. She goes, hey, this is Aisha. I said, hi. <laughs> right up. <laughs> hi. Right. And then uh, she's like, so uh, we want to book you for the role of Citra. I was like, okay. <laughs> Wow. And then so I was like, she was like, so what's your situation now with the play? And I was like, I ain't, I'm, I'm out when you need me back. Mm -hmm. So I told them, I told Shelly and them and they understood. They were completely supportive. And mind you, this is where I met Omari. I met Omari Hardwick on the play of Shelly oh. Garrett's oh, Beauty Shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. He was, <laughs> he was the little dancer and his little outfit was the Speedos and some Temps. He's going to kill me that I just said that. Oh. Love you all. Anyway, so um, I fly back. We end up training for two weeks with Colleen, who was the assistant coach of the UCLA girls basketball team at the time. Mm. And I was already in shape. Yeah. I was already in incredible shape. And I was just like, oh, this is perfect. So we were like running miles. And I'm literally like. Coasting. You was destroying okay. them. You was destroying them. <laughs> and it's just, I'm, I'm, it was just naturally the competitive thing. Like, that's just what it is mm -hmm. like movie or not we we're out here let's mm -hmm. do it mm -hmm. and um i filmed for i think two weeks a week and a half to almost two weeks and incredible time um you met some yeah. great people then, some some great, great people, people some great friends great friends yeah, yeah. and it, it you know loving basketball really for me didn't it didn't get big until after it came out of the theaters. Like it was big in theaters, but I really didn't start getting like recognized or people showing me like love mm -hmm. until probably when it came out on DVD or whatever it was back then. That was what, nine, 2000. So, um, yeah. And I, people started recognizing me and I was like, oh, I was like, okay. Unforgettable and, then it, and then it was like, huh? Unforgettable role. Yeah. Unforgettable yeah. role, right? Yeah, right, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the movie is and, so you know, the movie I, is so fun and touching, right? It's one. It becomes a classic, which absolutely. I think happens with a lot of our movies. It's once it comes out of the theater, much like what you said, and we watch yeah. it, and now cool. our younger siblings yeah. watch it, yeah. and we pass it on. So yeah, my daughters know what you who you Ab are. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was cool. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is okay. So this is it, and then even now to this day, like, and it it, it was crazy. It was like I'm like. When you get recognized with your hat and sunglasses on, I was like, okay, <laughs> you made it. You made it. You made it. <laughs> so, yeah. So just just riding this wave and people are like, does it ever get old? It, does it? And I was like, no. I'm like, no. Yeah. I, I want to do projects that impact people. Absolutely. And that's it. And th this is one of those films I've had people come up to me in full tears. Like this movie got me through my, like life. Yeah. Like I've had a lot of girls that were in college, like, I was having a tough time and, you know, I watched this and you would inspire me. And, mm. and I was just like, cool. Absolutely. Like that's, that's my payoff, you that's know? Right. So oh, have yeah. you had to, have you ever turned roles down because you felt that they, they weren't meaningful enough or, or, or just yes. didn't align? Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. And they were, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And people were like, why would you do that? I was like, cause I don't want to do that. Yeah. So you have this, you know, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that was it. Yeah, that was it. So you have this great hit. It comes out, like you said, now it's on DVD. You're getting recognized. How does that change? Do you get called in for more opportunities, casting, what, auditions? Um, what's funny is, no, that's where, like, 
it's what was it um I think that's when I was like I couldn't get an agent mm-hmm. like the one that I wanted wow okay and I felt like there's so many here, here here's a little little nugget when I was after I filmed Love and Basketball oh. I was still working wow you don't make a million dollars on your first film mm-hmm. and I know we'll get to that but I was still working and I was temping at the time because it was flexible and that's what I needed flexibility for auditions. Mm -hmm. I wasn't teaching yet. I'm a substitute teacher. I hadn't signed up. Well, I had, but I hadn't started Mm -hmm. and I didn't really want to, I didn't want to teach even though I had, I I had the the opportunity to, but I was like, "Mm." so uh, it kind of got like, I don't know. It, It was, I had to swallow a lot of pride, mm-hmm. put it like that. Mm-hmm. So here, here's the here's here's the irony of this: the movie or the the um, production that released Love and Basketball was New Line Cinema, the distribution company. Okay. My temp job was at New Line Cinema. Wow. I was the front desk. Oh wow! Person, wow. I answered the phone. I was doing admin work. I was, you know, secretary, whatever you want to call it. So people would walk up at New Line Cinema going into the office and they would kind of sign in and they'd look at me and they go, are you in a movie? Mm. Oh my goodness. Love and Basketball was in theaters at this time. Yes. And as I'm working at New Line Cinema and I was like, yes. And it took a lot for me yeah. to keep my head up. Mm. That's humbling. Ooh. I would imagine that's very humbling. This is really good. Because you would imagine this is and, my break, yeah. but then here I am. This is really good. Taking messages. And, <laughs> girl. Yeah. I had to swallow it. But then I had to realize like, you're still in a movie, Erica. You still got to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the real. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you'll get there. But like right now, it doesn't make you any less. It actually makes you more because you're doing what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not sitting at home faking it. And then I'm behind on bills. And like, like that didn't work for me. Right, right. I love that. So, G and I are going to sit here. We're going to be talking about this absolutely. afterwards. That was, a, that was a key part that everyone's watching because... As you've seen, we spoke Renee when Renee was on. She said the same thing. Absolutely, she had to swallow her pride, Renee Lawless from the Having to Have Nots, and say, "Listen, mm-hmm. until that next role come, I have to pay my bills, and I have to work." Right. So yeah. I was temping, um, like I was Ubering, mm-hmm. um, and this was later down. But like people were getting in my car, and I remember, you know, loving basketball at the time was a certain demographic. So when black people were getting my car, I'd be like. Hope they don't recognize me. Wow. No, that's Listen, that's what a contradiction, right? To hope not to be recognized. You know, because but you do what, what are they do? going to think about me? Mm-hmm. Like what are oh, so she didn't it's it's a whole thing. And I know what actors go through, so that's why I'm so big on working on myself. Mm-hmm. Like self first, period. Over money, over fame, over anything. I yeah. I have to preserve myself, even before my mom. Like it's me first with certain things and I had to learn no one really, you know, there was no, there was no like class to take you book and then you got to work. And then like, there was no class. I just had to figure it out and go through what I had to go through. And I'm, and I'm glad I did because now I can share with people like, this is part of the steps. Mm -hmm. This is part of the success. If you want to be an actor, it's up and down until you get to a certain point where you, you know, you're getting the calls and you don't have to audition. And that's, all most actors, all actors, I don't want to get to that point. Where we're mm-hmm. just booked. We don't want to audition. Just offer us the role. Right. Beautiful. You know, but you have to earn that. Right? Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. 
So okay, we have. And so, um, Erica, at that point, you're 23, 24 years old. On top of all of that, like on top of taking that hit to your ego, just a, a mere 23, 24 years old. Like that's a lot mm -hmm. to take on and learn. But it sounds like you had the maturity and the presence of spirit to like really deal with it. So that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now that I look back, I was like, okay, I was like, oh, I did pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm a lot further now, Absolutely. you know, so at this point, you just got to do what you got to do or you're going to be homeless. So pick one. <laughs> That's right. King Richard, King Richard. Yes, oh my let's goodness. Let's talk about that. That was a fun role. Yeah. Nosy neighbor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Give it to me, G. Hey, listen, that was, y'all going to laugh. That was probably one of the easiest auditions I've ever done. Wow. Okay. <laughs> And easy meaning fun. Yeah, I didn't put yeah. any pressure on it. I remember I was talking to my boy Nick, and I was like, "They want ghetto," and I was like, "But I need." I was like, "I want to do like a bonnet and a house coat." And he goes, "Go to Ross and just get you find you a house coat." And I was like, "Okay." So I'm on the phone with him, and I'm like, "What do you think about this?" And it's this little like ghetto pink house coat. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Get it." So I was like, "Okay." So I get this. This is on the way to the audition. So I stop. I get this house coat. I already have my bonnet. And the idea was they wanted her ghetto. Yeah. Okay. I said, okay. So I go into the audition with pajama pants on, house coat, bonnet, house slippers. <laughs> and I remember walking in and I sign in, and this one, this one lady goes, "Damn, you committed." You get <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes, I, I am. Said, uh, yes, honey, I have. And I just kind of laugh, but in my mind, I'm like, "Well, what else am I gonna do? Why okay. aren't you? Why wouldn't I commit?" Mm -hmm. Like. You know, so I go in there and I give it to him. Yeah. Wow. All that. All uh -huh, that. All that. <laughs> what you say, Inglewood? <laughs> kind of, so. I love so, it. That was, I think, on a Thursday. I think it was on a Thursday. Quickest callback I've ever gotten. Wow. My manager calls me the next morning at 8.30 a.m. And when I saw the call, I was like, why Brittany calling me right now? I was like, okay. I was like, hello. She said, girl. I said, what? She said, said, what? Tell me what. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you pinned for King Richard. I said, what? I said, I just auditioned yesterday. She said, I know. And then I said, okay. She was like, well, Cassie's going to, you know, they're going to reach back out to me. They have some information. I'll let you know. I was like, okay. So she called me back and they had actually showed the tape to the Williams family okay. for notes. And they were like, we love her, tone down the ghetto. Uh -huh. Just have her bring it down. And I was like, oh, that's easy. I can I can do that. So I go back in and tone it down and I do it and I book it. Wow. Wow. Well, so the and Williams family gave notes. They were, that's amazing. So they were yeah, really they were committed on, to this some process. Some of the sisters were on set. Wow. Yeah, some of the sisters were on set. Yeah. Wow. Just to, you know, keep it real, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then here I am. With Will Smith, yeah, there you go. And, and Will and I have a Will and I have you know we we have some history as far as like our acting coach because we both study with Aaron Spicer. Okay, and I've been studying with Aaron Spicer for probably twenty years. Before I did Love and Basketball, I was with Aaron mm. and Will. When I was in class with Aaron, came and spoke to us for about four hours to tell us his process of how he broke down the character in A Pursuit of Happiness. Wow, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and when I tell you we were, I was like, like, I, you know, just listening to, you know, and we have the same coach, so I understand the process. Like, we have the same process, but he was even further. And if you know anything about Will, like, he's going to be on this treadmill till he dies. So when, 
Are you going to be on the treadmill? He's going to be on the treadmill. He's like, I won't stop till I'm till I I'm dead. So that's how hard he works. And so I was just listening to his process and and how serious it is, and and that's why you know he's Will Smith and yeah, absolutely, that's right. that's absolutely, yeah. absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah, Erica, so this has was, been. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I was just like, it was just amazing. Just yeah. it was a literally full circle. This has been amazing, amazing interview, G. Absolutely, was amazing. amazing. Yeah, we're gonna have to have you back. We're gonna have to have you back. We want to give you an opportunity right now. If you have anything going yeah. on. Please tell us what's going on. Anything you're working on? Any books? Any you no, spoke about a e book? Yeah, yeah. Nutrition. This yeah. is your open time. Okay, great. Um, okay, so my ebook, um, I'm working on it. So I, it's new for me, but I want to do it, and it's it's like the structure is there. So now it's just kind of filling in the blanks. Okay. And my goal is to have it done by summer. So just stay tuned. Okay. My Instagram, you guys, I'll, and I'll keep people updated on my Instagram is Erica E R I K A dot ringor r-i-n-g-o-r so follow me holla at me dm me say hi i'm there um nutrition wise i'm i'm still i'm still training i'm still um you know doing herbal life so if you have some health goals hit me up there you go well you uh, look um, good sis so whatever you're you doing go. it's there working you go. there you amazing. go thank you thank you i appreciate it i'm i'm, I'm doing it i'm trying yeah you're trying to stay it. relevant, y'all. And good luck on that audition. <laughs> I know you're waiting to hear something back. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to talk about yes. that, but good luck on that, okay? Yes. So next yes. time we bring you die. back, you can tell us about that. I have something to talk about. I appreciate it. Now, Gigi got three important questions to ask you. Yes. Really? G? Okay. So here we go. I hope you've got the right answers uh, on cue. Mm -hmm. Name your top three podcasts. Uh, Teep and Gigi. Oh, <laughs> Give it to me, you. G. Give it to me. Ah. We'll, we'll listen to it, but we wanted to make sure we there got that go. out of the way. Yes. Teep and Gigi. <laughs> and, well, I'll give you some people that I do listen to daily. Okay. Um, I listen to Jim Rohn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Incredible. Okay. Um, I listen to Brendan Bruchard. Mm -hmm. He wrote the seven, uh, he has like two books. Brendan Bruchard, James Clear, Atomic Habits, Changed my life. Okay, it's a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I listened to I, TD Jakes. Had to get him in my system oh, this morning. Yeah. Had to have TD talk to me this morning. There you go. To, to set my day up, <laughs> and um, just I li listen to a lot of meditation music. Okay. Like I'm, I'm all about. Uh, I have it tatted on my chest. Alignment. Okay. It's about alignment. Everything's got to be. Got to be aligned. Get your values. Yeah, in. So. That's right. That's beautiful. Erica, we had an amazing time today. Yeah. I know G's excited. I did. I was so excited. Good. But we both better give a big shout out to our homeboy, Pook Diesel. I, I'm calling him Pook Diesel. I'm not calling him by his government. Thank you, Paul Watson III. <laughs> He's going to get you. He's going to get you. It's been amazing. We're going to bring you back on. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. On behalf much. of us. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Erica, take care. Have a great night. Thank you. Great to take see you. Take care. Take care. Mm -hmm. Nice meeting you. Thank you, you so much. Oh, gee, that was amazing. Did you enjoy yourself? I sure did. She's I beautiful. Know. She's beautiful. She's she beautiful. She really oh, is. I knew yes. you were like that one. I knew I you were like that one. I sure did. Gee, what a treat. We have another hit. Yeah. That's yes. been amazing. Yes. You know, and we've the, got I can't wait to have her come back when she's got her good news to share. Oh. That'll be great. And the yeah. fact that what she said at the end that we both was like, oh, my goodness, I love this. This information. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I love it. Priceless. That was priceless. She was really a great guest. You ready for next week? Let's go. You know I am. 
And I got three more questions for you at the end. Okay. <laughs> but listen. listen, we haven't told the people, we haven't reminded you, but we're reminding you right now. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe, oh, please, right? Help absolutely. this help this podcast grow. We want to bring you good energy, people's stories, right? That that we enjoy hearing. We imagine you do too. Like and subscribe. And when we leave here every Friday night, if you want to hang out with us. Where are we going down to when we leave here? Oh, you know where we're going to be over at Tavern on the Hall. Please, in the Hamden. Tavern on the Hall. Ask for my buddy Steve. Yeah. If you talk to Steve, listen, tell him. Show him your phone that you subscribed. Take your wife out. Take your husband out. Go down there. They have pool, karaoke, have a few drinks, a little eating. And at the same time, if you show him that you have subscribed, you get 10% off. Tell them you, Teeth and Gigi sent you down. We'll be down there usually on Friday and Saturday nights. That's you can nice. hang out with us, all right? Come on down. Good to see you all. Tavern like and subscribe. <laughs> Have a good night. On behalf of Jazzy Conversations, I'm Teeth. And I'm Gigi. Have a great night. Take care, guys. <laughs>